Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast with your host, Angela Foster. The show where we talk about everything you need to break through limits and achieve a high performance mind, body and lifestyle. Uh, Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast. I'm here today with Lee Tuck. Um, a pro footballer from the UK, playing out in Asia at the moment. He's also the founder of 11X Football, which provides training uh, content for young footballers who are ma- who are looking to make it as a professional. Hi, Lee. Thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Thanks for having us on the show. Pleasure. Um, can you tell us a bit more about 11X Football? Yeah, so um, it's basically a platform where I'm going to be pr- providing um training drills and everything related to football uh dig- digital programs online for young footballers who want to make it as pro footballers um so that's what i'm trying to put together now and hopefully this month it'll all be in place amazing and so is this this is geared at what sort of age market would you say uh so it's young lads around you know teenagers 13 to 21 yeah. I actually made it pro when I was 21, so it's never too late for, for young, young, young males and young females to, to make it. To get started. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I had, I had a friend who's a Commonwealth swimmer, and she couldn't even swim until she was seven. I think a lot of people um, maybe overestimate how, how early you need to get started. Yeah, that's it. Um, I started playing for an academy when I was 12-year-old. Um, I started playing rugby, actually, when I was eight. And um, I moved to football when I was 10. And luckily for me, I, I joined um, my local team, which was Halifax Town at 12. And um, I signed pro when I was 18 from there. And I got released when I was 19. So I only did one year pro. And I found it really tough after that. Um, didn't know who to turn to. Felt like giving up football. Um, yeah, that must have been hard. Yeah, it was really hard. And, you know... It, it's difficult um, because when you play at a low, low level of professional football and you get released, there isn't, um, there isn't many options to, to turn to and to you know drop levels in professional football. So I found it tough and I basically just, uh, just changed my lifestyle, changed my mindset and uh, put a training program in place for myself to try to get it back get back to professional football and luckily for me um, I found that when I moved to Thailand at 21 um, I got an option to go on trial on the other side of the world and I just took it with um, you know straight away I didn't hesitate I took the option and um, turned pro at 21 again. So that was all on the basis of a kind of training plan that you had put together yourself based on the knowledge and the experience you had um, that's an amazing feat. Yeah um, well what happened is I was I was eighteen, nineteen, and you know my circle of friends was we were going out, enjoying herself. I wasn't training properly, and uh, you know I had a light bulb moment where I thought if I carry on what I'm doing, mm. I'm I'm never going to play pro football. And again, um, and I was working eight hours a day. I was actually working as a tiler, uh, wow. tiling kitchens and bathroom floors, and uh, I actually tiled Halifax Town. Uh, showers when I was uh, when I got released so that was a big uh, slap in the face yeah and a bit of a yeah a bit of a calling and um, so what I did is I uh, decided to change my mindset 
uh, focus on myself, uh, not on what people are doing around me. Started doing extra training, thinking if the if the pros are training every day, I should be training every day, or I should be doing more than what other guys are doing. So I put together a bit of a training program um, and basically searched to try find another option to go back to pro football. And that came to me in Thailand, which was a very far, very far and a long way away, but it worked out to be uh, the best move I've done in my life, really. Amazing. And then from there, you went to Malaysia, is that right? No, I actually I, I went to Thailand when I was 21. Yeah. I signed, went, signed pro because I just wanted to play full-time football again. Um, I wanted an opportunity to play full-time football. Went to Thailand when I was 21. I've done, did six years in Thailand. Um, seen some amazing places when I was there. And then I had one, one year in Bangladesh, which was... Um, <laughs> A bit different. I would say an, in, an interesting experience. And then I went to Malaysia from there and I've been in Malaysia two, two seasons now. Wow. Wow. So kind of living the dream out there. I mean, that, that's amazing. In terms of turning your life around in that way, would you say that's something that came from within? Did you sort of have to dig deep? Was that an inner strength or was there a coach or a mentor outside who sort of encouraged you and helped you on that way? How did you turn your life around at the age of 19 in that way? Yeah, um, when when we say mentor, I think I didn't I didn't really have a football mentor. I had fantastic support from my parents, and they backed me in anything I ever did. Um, but yeah, I didn't really have a mentor to to push me in the right direction and say, look, um, don't be scared to go on trial. Don't don't worry about that. Instead of going out, go training. But bring yourself away from that crowd and start doing your own training. I didn't really have that, so I had to. Um, basically do it do it myself you know I had to realize that what I want for the next 10 years of my life if I carry on doing what I'm doing now I'm not going to get that so that's why I, I changed my life around uh, changed my mindset and if I wouldn't have done that I wouldn't have be I wouldn't have got the option to go to Thailand so that's another reason why I've um, created 11x football because there's a lot of kids out there who've got ability there's a lot of players who can actually make it as pros but they don't know who to turn to. They don't have the right training. They might be playing for the local team, but I don't know if they're getting the right training. I don't know if they're getting the right advice. Um, you know, these lads, some of these lads need to work on technique. Some of these lads need to train like pros in fitness and get the, the most effective training out of themselves. So that's another reason why I've set it up. Um, because these lads out there were like me. Yeah. who won't ever make it. And I suppose if you could imagine having had that support yourself at that time, if you could have turned to an online program with a professional footballer like yourself, that would have been um, yeah. a godsend at that stage. Oh, definitely. If if that was there, then I'll add all my focus in, into it and um, I'm sure it would help me a hell of a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but the, and it's another thing as well, like lads, lads, kind of they know what to do they know they need to maybe lads have been released uh boys and girls might have been released from you know a pro 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 academy or something like that and they don't have the confidence they don't know how to you know go for a trial they don't want to put themselves out there and actually uh fail so putting this training program in place it gives it gives these these players a chance to improve as players on a professional level 
and uh, also gives them confidence because we're not just going to give them, you know, digital training programs. We're going to put in, um, you know, books and uh, support with mindset and how to improve confidence as a football player. And what would you say in terms of your own experience? Um, because mindset is such a powerful part of it. Obviously, you've got the physical aspect of the training um, and making sure you're recovering well and that you're supporting yourself with the nutrition. But mindset in terms of actual success is, is so, so powerful. Um, yeah. Wouldn't you say? I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't speak enough about it. Mindset for me is it's the, it's everything because... You can, I've, I've been through stages where I've eaten the right things, I've done the right training, um, I've rested properly, I've done the recovery, but my mindset wasn't um, zoomed in and focused on a winning mentality. I was just thinking, I'm doing the right things, things will be easy. And then you haven't got the edge, you're not playing as well. So you've got to have a good balance. You've got to, you've got to have the right training, you've got to have good nutrition, you've got to rec- recover properly. But if your mind's not in the right state, then it's not all going to go in the right direction for you and you're not going to win or you're not going to be successful. So mindset is massive mm. um, and you've got to find what works for you because every, every player is different. And what have you found in terms of keeping your mindset upbeat and keeping your attention? What have been kind of some of the most powerful things that you've turned to? I know, so, you know a lot of athletes will use visualisation um, yeah. And, and meditation to a degree. What would you say um, in terms of giving people tips and sharing this on the show uh, for people who are looking to upgrade their mindset in that way? Yeah, I think um, visualization, vision boards, um, mindset for this is massive. Meditation is also, I do meditation. I've got a vision board. I visualize um, goals, uh, scoring goals before games and all this stuff because it, it works. I believe it's not just uh, some, you know, fairy tale kind of thing. What people think it's it's actually real, and a lot of you know top athletes do this. Um, but yeah, I think you've you've got to do it. But it's hard to teach this to you know young teenagers uh, who are thirteen, fifteen. They might not want to listen to it. They might not believe it. So there's there's different ways you can you can speak to them. It's different ways that you you can tell them that they need to watch. Uh, their idol footballers like if they're like Messi, Ronaldo go on YouTube watch how they're doing the training visualise yourself playing like this um, which is more appealing to them so there's, there's things you can do with them like that because um, they might not want to meditate for 10 minutes you know so there's different ways you mm. can do it and um, another thing what I think is massive is you've got to set goals if you want to achieve anything in life you've got to set goals so if you're a striker write down how many goals you want to score this season. So you might want to score 20 goals. Write that down at the start of the season. Um, if you don't want to keep looking at it, just leave it there. Make sure it's there and you know how many goals you want to score. But if you want to be serious with it, then you can check every morning, write it down every morning. I will score 20 goals this season. So there's a lot of ways you can do it. Uh, but I believe, yeah. same as you, it's massive. Massive, massive. I mean, I know so many athletes use visualisation and that, that mental preparation in terms of, as you say, imagining yourself scoring that goal. You know, the science yeah. has shown that even just that can be more effective than the actual training Definitely. that you're doing. Um, Definitely. Because the power of the mind is a great thing. Yeah, I totally agree. And, I mean, vision boards are different for different people. And without wanting to be, you know, intrusive about what's on yours, 
is do you find that they work best in terms of like modeling say a hero that someone has in terms of a pro footballer or a lifestyle that they're looking for do you have any tips for a young player who wants to put that vision board together of where they should start yeah so i would i would probably pick someone who you look up to someone who you want to play like um see see how they play see what they're doing and maybe just just put a just print off a photo of that person, stick it on your your vision board and visualise yourself playing like that player. You know, you might see it and think, that's how I want to play, that's how I'm going to play like Ronaldo or Messi. Um, and believe it, that's that's so important. You need to believe in yourself. You need to believe you can play like that. Um, because if you don't believe, then, you know, it's not going to happen for you. So you've got to have big belief in what you're doing and what you're what you're visualizing so stick a player up there stick stick um, maybe stick um yourself up celebrating i know it's a lot of people want to do it but maybe if you've got a photo you're celebrating maybe stick that up with a goal and then you know old trafford stadium and then visualize yourself playing at old trafford one day yeah you never know it might come up might it might work it might come true and if it don't you haven't lost anything no exactly and you're kind of living into that dream. It also keeps you very accountable because yeah. you know exactly where you're going. Um, exactly, yeah. And it keeps you focused. If you're doing it every morning, then you, you know where you want to go. You know the goal you want to set. And then you start raising your standard on the way you're going to train, the way you're going to go about your day. Yeah, yeah. And you, you were saying that you write down, you know, I will score how many goals this season, for example. Do you, do you find that journaling helps with this mindset as well? It's definitely something I use. Yeah, I use it as well. I think it's very powerful. So I, I don't just do it for um, game situation. I do it for my life. You know, I have, I write down what I want to achieve um, with eleven x football. I write down what I want to achieve in my football career, and what I want to achieve in my lifestyle and my family. So you know, you can you can be uh, you know adventurous with this, and you know, write down whatever you want to write and whatever you want to achieve in life, and have fun with it isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. It is actually a really fun thing to do. Um, it makes you feel good, you know, because you, you, you've got goals, what you want to achieve in life. So you can, you can wake up with a, a purpose and a spring in your step. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's interesting when you say, you know, when you got um, released, uh, how difficult that yeah. was. And, you know, you, I speak to so many successful people, whether that's in business or athletes like yourself, and the thing that comes through time and again is that failure is such a massive part of success and such an integral part. Um, what would you say to somebody who's now going through that point of they've maybe feel they've just failed in something and they're trying to pick themselves back up? Um, what would your advice be? Uh, never give up. That, that's one. That's probably the main advice I would give. Never give up because if you give up, you lose. If you don't, um, but if you keep going, then it's only a matter of time before you know, you're successful again before you get back to where you want to be. So never give up and keep trying because it's only a matter of time before success will come back your way. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I think that's the common thread I noticed is it's that undying commitment to the end. Yeah. Um, that, you know, marks I out think a champion. I've, well, obviously, going back to what you just said when I got released and, um, you know, I was at a low point there. I felt like quitting football and I was very close to quitting. Um, but my my old man, I, I actually didn't didn't go back to football for three or four months. But my old man said, "Look, just get back out there now." So 
put myself back out there and um, got focused again. And and it was just it for me it was it was like being reborn as a player again. I I had something a bit more fire in me. I, I knew that I didn't want to have that feeling of you know failing like that again. So it's sometimes it's good it's it's good to mm. fail because you become stronger from it. You become a better player from it. If you can get through them tough times, you're only going to be better. Yeah, for sure. Things start to line up for you sometimes in a different way than you expected. Yeah. It's kind of all part of the plan. It's it's funny how life works that way. Um, Yeah, it's the same way. I I, I won't imagine myself here um, in Malaysia. And if someone says, oh, you're going to be in Malaysia in 10 years' time, I would just think, how am I going to be in Malaysia? Like, how am I going to play football in Malaysia? I've got no connections. I've got, you know, nothing to do with Malaysia. Like, so it was, it was, um, you don't know how things are going to unfold. Like you just said, you know, one step at a time can lead to, you know, different things opening for you, new doors opening. And you've just got to try to get the best out of yourself every day. And you never know where you're going to be in 10 years time. Yeah, sure. And being open to those opportunities as you have been. Yeah. Um, isn't it? Yeah, that's what, it. Um, I know you're a, um, an awesome goal scorer and you've developed actually a specific plan as well, helping people um, to get better at scoring goals. What would you, um, what are the kind of top tricks or tips or tips that you could share for a player that's looking to become a better goal scorer? Um, just going back on what was said about the vision board, I would say that you need to you need to develop your mindset on believing you can actually do it first. So going back to mindset, you need to develop a belief system in yourself and build confidence that you're actually going to be able to score goals and um, achieve what you want to achieve. Because if you do that first, then you push your, uh, your chance of it, chances of it happening are a lot higher. Mm. And then you need to, you need to have a program in place where, you need to improve your shooting. You can't just go training with your team, um, do your normal training, and just expect to score another twenty goals. You've got to, you've got to do extra training, which is um, tuned into scoring goals. So you need to work on finishing. Mm-hmm. You need to go out there and do your own individual training on how to score more goals, um, and that's why I've, I've set up this program because even when I was released at 18 I started doing my own training um, I wasn't the, the greatest goal scorer then back then um, but I just knew that if uh, you want to be noticed as a footballer or if you want to be seen as the best player then you've got to score goals you know that goals gets noticed that because yeah, it's the hardest do. thing to do it mm. yeah it's the hardest thing to do in football so that's why strikers get paid the most money um, so that's why I, I just thought to myself if I want to progress if I want to become a better player and for uh, people to notice that I've got to get results and the best way to get results is scoring more goals so that's why I put a training program in place to improve my shooting and on your training program because I know you know you were saying yourself um, a few moments ago about how when you were released you were a Tyler so you were working eight hours a day and then you were practicing on top in terms of this training program um what does it involve um, for people that want to undertake it? Is it sort of in bite-sized pieces that they can do at home? Is it kind of how long does it take on a daily basis to fit in that training? Well, it's, it's, it all comes down to the player, how, how much they want to train. But all the, all the exercises are split up into different videos. 
So if you just want to improve your long range shooting and, you know, score 30 yard screamers, then there's a video in place on how to use your technique, um, the, the, the way to shoot, um, how to visualize shooting. Um, and then if you want to go into, you know, scoring in and, in, and sur- in and around the box, then there's movements in there and there's, there's smart tips on where you should pl- where you should be, how you should shape your body. And um, all these different videos are there to, to help these players, not just how to shoot, but the mindset behind it, the, the technique uh, and the body Brilliant. shape you need to use. And um, yeah, you, it's there to use as much as you want. You know, if, if you've got an hour free, you can get through a few drills. If you've only got uh, 30 minutes, um, then you can just work on one, one drill, which could improve your, you know, like, like we said, long range shooting. Yeah. And the amazing thing Lee, is how, how accessible you're making this to so many people because they can watch that video. If there's one that they're particularly practicing, they can watch it again and again and hone those techniques and keep practicing until they get better. Yeah, that's it. I think it's um, a fantastic way to to help players improve. I don't think there's many people out there doing this this kind of thing. Where you, we all see YouTube videos where people are showing you how to score free kicks, showing you how to shoot, but actually putting it all into a program where you're getting the full package is. Um, I think it's quite unique at this stage. Yeah, I think so. And and breaking it down in that way so they can actually understand how to develop that skill. Yeah. Um, with, with the other ones we've just been discussing in terms of the visualization, the mindset, they're all such a powerful part of that process. Yeah. Um, what are the other key areas that you would say? So how how much would you say to young players that they need to pay attention to things like, you know, I know as a nutritionist myself, nutrition is a very big part of what I do, um, particularly with athletes and getting that right. Um, what advice would you be giving them on that front? Yeah, I I think it's massive. Nutrition is um, so important in the modern game. Maybe 15 years ago, it wasn't so important. You know, the, the players wasn't the players back then want athletes, but nowadays to play at a good level, you need to be an athlete. It's not just about being a good football player. You need to be an athlete as well. So that comes with the right the right training um, for your body and also the nutrition. So never neglect that. Yeah. And putting really, really nutrient-dense food into your body. Yeah, I think definitely. that's so key because that really does the energy, doesn't it? And how much, um, in terms of improving people's physical fitness, if they want to go out and do that on their own and do extra, you know, there's always that risk of overtraining. If we're looking at things like cardio, I know we've got the strength and conditioning aspect, but the cardiovascular training, for example, um, is that included in the program? Do you give people tips in terms of things like running, or drills to do yeah that will um what we've done is we've set up an, another program which is called a footballer's home workout and it's a very straight basic program which is going to help players improve their fitness to strength stabilization um which they can just do at home with their own body weight so that's another program we've put together for players who are serious about not just um, improving their technique and scoring but also improving their their body and their strength in um, football. Amazing. Amazing. And if you were looking at um, your own kind of training across a week, how would you break that down in terms of what you're focusing on um, from cardio, from a flexibility, from a core strength and a strength and conditioning perspective? Yeah, so I, I have, um, I tend to 
we we have a game on a Friday or a Saturday, so I, I actually don't like to rest too much. So on my day off, I do an active recovery. Um, so that might be in the swimming pool. I might be on the bicycle 15, 20 minutes and um, also doing a lot of stretching. Yeah. Um, and I find that that works better for me. And then with the next two or three days, I, I, I train quite hard. So I'll do the home workout in the morning and then I'll do um, some fitness training and then I'll go into closer towards the, the game. I'll, I won't work as hard, but I'll work on the technique and I'll also do my uh, shooting drills, which are in the program. So um, the drills that I've in the, the the program that I'm providing, I'm actually doing myself. So professionals are actually doing this kind of training and uh, these young players can actually implement what pros are doing. This is amazing. I can't wait till this, this, <laughs> this comes out because it's going to be transformational for so many people to have access to the training that, that you pros are doing and actually being able to do that, you know, from the ease of their own home. This is just incredible. Um, it's such such a great thing that you're doing there in terms of giving access to people to this to this content. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of players out there will benefit from it. And um, what more do you want? You want to train like the pros, so it's a it's a great program for you know serious young players who want to improve. For sure. And Lee, how can people find out more about you? So they can they can find me on my. Uh, personal Instagram which is Lee Tuck or they can type in 11x football on YouTube or Instagram and uh, Facebook page so if you type in Lee Tuck or 11x football on any social media platform you'll find me there and 11x is where you're sharing more of the content about the programs that are coming out yes so if you're if you just want to see my my background and you want to see how I'm uh, my personal life as a football player, then you can you can search my name Lee Tuck. But if you're serious about improving as a football player and you wanna you wanna get free content, then you can go to Eleven X Football on YouTube or Instagram, and you'll find plenty on there. Great, and um, just for everyone listening, we'll link to that in the show notes, so you know exactly where to find Eleven X Football and more about Lee. Um, Lee, before we finish up here, what would you say is your mantra or ethos for life? And success um i would say again never give up and never stop learning yeah never stop learning that's my yeah so powerful and never give up both thank you so much lee um for sharing all of that and for coming on the show it's been awesome to have you on i appreciate that thank you for having me thank you pleasure take care and you thanks for listening remember to review and subscribe You can grab the show notes, the resources and highlights of everything Angela mentioned over at AngelaFosterPerformance.com. You can also snatch up plenty of other goodies, including the highly helpful Angela Recommends page, which is a list of everything she personally recommends to optimize your mind, body and lifestyle.